Hello there, Piss Freaks. Tom Takar here. Thanks for listening to the show. And just a quick heads up, me and Tommy's Caroline show has been moved from January 25th to February 8th, still at 9.30 p.m. And we'll have Emmy Blotnick, Monroe Martin, and more. And also, if you're not already part of our Patreon club, the Piss Freaks Extraordinaire, get on over there for bonus episodes and more. Patreon.com slash standbyyourband. Enjoy the show. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Stand by Your Band, the podcast where people come on to defend music that they like that other people shit all over, shit upon, I should say. Uh, I'm Tom Takar, and I'm joined, of course, by my co-host, the King of the Zing, Tommy <laughs> McNamara. I liked that intro until you, you it was almost your most succinct, and then you changed shit all over to shit upon. Oh, you didn't like that, huh? No. Well, why don't you intro the fucking podcast? I would love to. Oh, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Stand By Your Band, the show where Tom sucks. Oh, what the yeah. fuck? Get the fuck off my podcast. <laughs> all right. Uh, we have... Uh, Wonderful guest today. We're joined by Doug Smith. Ooh, and we, hey, boys. We're going to be talking about Kings of Leon soon enough. Uh, how you doing, Doug? I'm doing okay. I apologize ahead of time. I have a cough drop in my mouth. That's fine. <laughs> Podcast first. Well, you're getting a lot oh, of no. clicking and clacking. Oh, shit. Not unlike your favorite band, Kings of Leon. You come on, <laughs> you're a diva. <laughs> uh How's your uh, how's your day going? How was your snow bomb? Your, uh, uh, snow bomb, bomb was fun. I have uh, I get I get some money knocked off my rent for taking out the garbage and shove. I'm basically like the superintendent what? of my building, nice. which is it's only four units in the building, so it's you know nice. it's really not, not that bad. much work. How much money are they kicking off this thing? Two hundred bucks a month. That's crazy. That's not awesome. Bad. Tommy, why don't you go out there with a damn <laughs> shovel sometimes? But when that bomb cyclone hits, you know you got your work cut out for you. So That's true. Sh- not worth it all day. Then, huh? Is it 200 every month, or is it just in the winter? 200 every month. God damn. Yeah. That's a good deal. You still have to know, shovel right? even if there's no snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> shovel dirt. <laughs> you dig a shallow grave every, <laughs> every week. Uh, well, that's that's pretty sick, except right. for, yeah, you're stuck in it. I drove. It sucked. Uh, we talked about it on the last one. Did you have a fun New Year's Eve? Uh, I have a two-year-old. Couldn't find a babysitter, so I was in damn. bed by 1130. And it was wow. fantastic. I missed the ball dropping. I was in Times Square, and I didn't see it. Yeah, because I was it was too cold. Yeah. I was drunk. I also had so I was at Caroline's for it, and I had the weirdest experience. I don't think we talked about this. I think I was gonna bring it up on an earlier episode, and then I mm-hmm. stopped. But I had an experience that I can't stop thinking about. Where uh, at the early show, I was doing a joke, and this uh, what I thought was a lady yelled out, "He nasty!" <laughs> after one of my jokes, and I was like. I thought it was the funniest thing ever, so I started doing an impression of this lady, being like, "Oh, he nasty. He's so nasty. I'm gonna have to fuck his ass." <laughs> and then it didn't make sense. It was really <laughs> stupid. But I found out after the show, everybody thought because all the comics were like, "What was that thing you said where you told that guy you were gonna fuck him in his ass?" And I was like, "Wait, I didn't do that. Because <laughs> I, I forgot that this exchange even happened." I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about. What are you? What?" And they were like, "Yeah, you told this man." You were going to have sex with him in his butt. And I was like, I don't think that happened. And then I thought back to it. I realized, because I always say his ass, 
I don't think it was, I mean him as a guy. It turned out it was a guy who yelled out he's nasty, and that's why this whole table was weird the whole rest of the oh show. Oh, my God. So you were trying to talk as what you thought was a woman. I was trying woman. to do an impression, yeah. you know. <laughs> and instead yeah, yeah. it came across like, I'm going to fuck that audience member <laughs> oh, ass. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take, which, honestly, is not that unlike me. <laughs> like, I could see myself doing that. Well, but. I think the weird part was that you followed him home after the show. Well, you yeah. know, you got to commit to a follow through on your promise. <laughs> I'm trying to win that Andy Kaufman award. <laughs> Didn't he do something like that? <laughs> bang a guy? <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know. He's a kooky, spooky guy. Fuck Jerry Lawler in the end. <laughs> uh, that's why he was so mad all the time. So you did oh, those man. New Year's shows on Carol- at Caroline's? Yeah, yeah I did yeah. them last year, uh-huh. and they were probably the worst shows I've ever done in my Damn. life. It, was, it the, was brutal to yeah. end the year with Dude, a fucking bomb. I was in my head a little bit because yeah. I like the first show, all of us, uh, and this is thank you to Caroline's for having us. <laughs> it it held time. great money. Uh, oh, yeah. No, it's definitely it was they treated us. They treated us great. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Two grand for one night. Well, Tom had to shovel outside, too. <laughs> that's, that's all you got? <laughs> he had to they shovel all the time. I love doing that to comics. Like I was at uh, skank fest and they give everybody 40 bucks for a set or whatever and i kept going around to people like yeah it's crazy 200 bucks <laughs> it's 10 minutes and watching people be like what the fuck like, <laughs> some people got mad you're trying to fight lewis <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but yeah it was uh the second show was actually pretty good but it's still new year's people come to shows on new year's eve and i don't understand it there was actually one couple that came in from buffalo to see me and i was like they were very sweet and sent me a nice message the next day, and I was like, "These are the, these, it's weird for comedy people to come to a show. Like, it's weird to watch comedy on New Year's Eve, like right yeah. before the ball drops. I think, yeah. but people love to do it. Every show is it was like great packed. at the comedy. The comedy at, me and Tommy did at the comedy attic two years ago, and then he was there with Sean Donnelly. This year was really fun. Yeah. Uh, really. Oh, oh, really? The other fun one was like time. kind of fun. <laughs> is that right? Way more fun without. Oh, you. interesting. That well. was fun. I was playing a melodic on stage at the countdown. It was great. <laughs> Uh, we there was a proposal the first time we did it, but yeah, yeah, people make such a big deal out of New Year's Eve. I don't understand why anybody goes to comedy shows at all, though. To be honest, <laughs> like <laughs> any day of the year, you gotta see us. <laughs> Who gives a shit? This <laughs> anyway, come see me and Tommy exist. at Caroline's on Broadway, January twenty fifth. Tommy, Tommy, comedy, mommy. Wait, no, that's not a stay by your band live. Um. Well, uh, 11.30, I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to stay up for New Year's Eve. Who gives yeah, a shit? Yeah, man, way too much pressure. You know was what this I did, your first though? one missing it? Missing no, I missed like, I've miss, well, this is my second one missing it, and this is my second one missing it with a kid. I've missed one one before that. I'm just Ooh. straight up losing. Now, <laughs> now I have an excuse to be a loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I was up all night with a baby. You have a kid? No. <laughs> <laughs> I like to keep the party small. <laughs> no, the highlight uh, I was I tried to go to bed by eleven thirty because I felt like it was just be too depressing to be sitting awake at midnight by yeah, myself yeah. You know? watching Carson Daly then, like, or whatever. Yeah, but then a bunch of fireworks were going off, so I got up and I looked out my window and I can see it's not like the best view, but I can see the Freedom Tower from my kitchen window yeah. and the needle on the Freedom Tower that was like all lit up like crazy colors, and yeah. that to me was like exciting. That was yeah. like the highlight. That's I was like, "This cool. is pretty cool. No one yeah. else is seeing this." There you go. That's good. everyone else is sucking face with a stranger. <laughs> Hell yeah! And I'm Suck enjoying a national monument. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go to a museum in the morning. I'm so fired up right now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, hell yeah! Let's uh, let's talk a little about Kings of Leon. These your boys? These my boys. I, boys? I, I don't want to be that guy, but I've been with these guys from day one. Oh Ooh. shit! You're yeah. one of those types. Yeah, so yeah. what? 2003? 2003. Are we talking? Yep. Wow. wow. All right. 
So how yeah. did you get into them? Like, how did you find out about them? Because they weren't big in the in the states. They were not big. In they the had states. to they had to get in their little rowboat and go across the pond <laughs> to get any success. As far as I'm concerned, in Australia too. Yeah. Oh yeah. They had to get. I think what they sell like eight million copies that are fourth album in in Australia alone or something like oh, that. Wow. What? Ridiculous. Yeah. Holy shit. Um. Isn't that everyone in Australia? <laughs> like every man, woman, and child at their own. Yeah. Copy. Right. <laughs> they, even the kangaroos. <laughs> That's more. Like, they, they all bought two. Ip- <laughs> pull an iPod Touch out of their like pouch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I got into that. Yeah, I got into them, which is kind of a fluke thing because 2003, I was still really into hip hip hop primarily. Yeah, I was. And this is I was a huge huge into hip hop all throughout high school and my early. I mean, I still am. That's primarily mm-hmm. what I listen to. Mm-hmm. So like early 2000s, there was like a couple rock groups that I listened to like. I was in, you know, Strokes, White Stripes, Kings of Leon. White Stripes is the most, that's the band that I've been to the most concerts. Nice. I've seen them like six times. I've seen Jack White twice. Yeah. I was like a big fan of theirs. But other than, other than like those three bands, Strokes, Uh White Stripes, and and Kings of Leon, it was mostly rap music. But I remember, I think I read something about them in Rolling Stone. And then that song, Molly's Chambers, on the first album. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Got like a little bit of like rock radio play. Uh huh. And I got that album, and I I thought it was awesome. And then, but their second album, which came out a year later, that uh-huh. was like that was that to me is their best album. And that's uh, Shake Heartbreak. Shake Heartbreak. And okay. that to me holds kind of sentimental value to me because I listened to that like the month that I moved to New York. Uh-huh. Moved to New York in Ooh. January two thousand five. Ah, okay. So that album was like the soundtrack to me moving to New York. You know, I remember like, sure. you know, looking out the window of the bus, seeing the skyline. Uh-huh. You're you like, know, queuing man. up that album. Four so. kicks till New York. Yeah. <laughs> Tom and I drove to New York together. That's and, true. And uh, I remember right as we were pulling up, we listened to Lips of an Angel by Hinder. <laughs> <laughs> so I will forever by who? think of Why did we do that? the song uh, Lips of an Angel by Hinder. They were a horrible band. You know that song, right? I've never even heard of these oh, guys. Oh, we got to play Coming it Coming from the lips of, of an angel. Hear my name, it sounds so sweet. It's a terrible sweet. song. Jesus I think we were, playing, we were playing like bad songs from the mid to late 2000s. Yeah. As like, like trying to like each one up each other with like find a bad song. Uh-huh. But that's like ends up being... Like what I think of, like driving into New York and how I associate it with this terrible fucking song. You're like, we should leave New York. I forgot that we did that. (laughs) That's become kind of a tradition on me and Tommy's long car rides. It's been a while since we've had one. Been a while. Speaking Uh, of songs that would be in that, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. hell yeah, that's a good song. Um, I'll I'll stand by that song from Stained. Stained by your band. Hell yeah. yeah, that uh, we'll listen to the shittiest music at the end of a drive. Sometimes it's stuff we actually like. I think I, sure. I'll admit I like pleasures. it, like yeah. bare, bare naked ladies and shit like that. We well, are so like punchy after like a ten hour drive that like yeah, anything yeah. is totally funny. You need, <laughs> you need yeah. anything, and yeah. like this was yeah, this was probably. A, I mean, we and we drove all day. Tommy had a, everything he owned in his lap. <laughs> yeah, it was true. all packed into a bag. It yeah. was very funny. I couldn't <laughs> see. I couldn't see ahead of me because this giant bag was on my lap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh shit, this song. How did I miss this? I never had How the did pleasure. You do this? Look at that Check album it cover. Yeah, it's sick. That'll get you going. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guys, let's take a break and look at this album cover. <laughs> you can't for a see while. the visual here, but I'm uh, beating off to some milk titties <laughs> under the table. <laughs> Tommy's revving up his pisser. <laughs> 
Pisse von den Pisser. Tommy's oh, a piss man. freak. Um, <laughs> and uh, recently discovered shit freak. That one's not canon. Right. Right. <laughs> nope, nope, not canon. Uh, <laughs> I think it's canon. Uh, <laughs> it's on an episode. Um, so uh, when did you start? So the second album came out, that was your moving to New York. You're like, you're yeah. really into it. So is the, is the third album, that's like... Uh, the third album's not the one that took them to uh, no major. Third success, album right? was uh, third album. album it's because, because of the, the times. times. Yeah. yeah, that um that was a bit of a. I mean, I was still listening to them. You know, because yeah. when you like a band that much, they have to they have to fuck up a lot for sure. you to turn on them completely. For sure. This is like Arcade Fire for me a little bit. Where I yeah. I don't know if it was it wasn't the third album. It's the fourth album that I was like I don't want to. Then Neon give Bible. Up. No, Neon Bible's two. I like Neon Bible. Uh, oh, Neon no. Bible's pretty good. Uh, then three the suburbs is, is three. Suburbs and four is Reflector. Oh, Reflector. Right, 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 right. Which I hate. There are some good really? songs in Reflector. Yeah. If you give it another shot. I but. feel like that's a, the case with the. Their new one too that we were talking there, about. There's the other two day. really good songs on the there's new one. There's a couple new like, but I had given up on them a little bit. But I want to still like them. Like yeah. I still go back and listen to um, the first three albums all the time. Yeah. Um, but listening, I it, I push myself into listening to the other ones because I'm like, there's got to be something here. I loved them so much. I and feel then like I'm in the rarity up. of loving that new album. I love the, the new, new one. Yeah, one? I, I love there it. are a few songs that I like. Fuck a Kings lot. of Leon. I'm defending Hell Arcade yeah. Fire. Well, <laughs> I don't think they even need defending. People still love them. I feel the like. song yeah. Everything Now is great. Yeah, that yeah. one's good. Uh, I like. Uh, what's Creature the other one Comfort I like? Creature I think, Comfort. I think, I think that's their best song ever. That's a great I really disagree, do. but I love that song. Yeah. I, what do you think their best song? I just hate the one where they keep saying. Content, content, that old shit. You know what right, I mean? Right, yeah, right, I right, hate right, that right. so much. I don't know what my favorite infinite content. Infinite content. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I don't oh, like. Boy, I, I like, like how they um, get a little punky in that though, and that's got a killer guitar solo. Mm-hmm. Like, nee, 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 nee. I like ready. I think ready to start's my favorite arcade fire. Great song. I like that. Also, what's that one that was from? Uh, where the wild things are. Wake up. Wake up. It's Wake so up is a classic good. banger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So fucking good. Seeing them play that live is one of the coolest things in the world. It's, uh, it seems Everyone's like a great album nuts. closer. I mean, yeah. like David a, a Bowie plays that song closer. with you. I mean, that's that's that's, that's a good a keeper. <laughs> yeah. When David Bowie plays that song with you, that's a keeper. He used oh, to play shit. that with him. I, I did not realize. That you know, there's times. a video of uh, Hinder on stage, and David Bowie comes out the lips of an angel. He's in full Ziggy Stardust makeup, and he sings "Lips of an Angel." He doesn't. He doesn't sing. He's too busy tonguing the lead kisser the whole time. I wonder what their second biggest hit is. I have to know. This song called "Better Than Me." I want to see if I know any of it. Is oh that- yeah, I know this. This is brutal. Isn't that the Isn't that the best song? You go on Spotify and you go by most popular, and the first one is always a big hit, and the second one, you're like. Well, something has to be second, yeah, but, like, yeah, 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 but nobody yeah, yeah. actually funny, listens to so this shit. So we just did Chumbawamba right before this, and the top two for oh, Chumbawamba yeah. are Tub Thumping, number one, and then Tub Thumping Radio Edit, number two, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which you'll have heard this by now. We liked that. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so what did you think of their transition into superstardom? Well, here's the thing. They... They had been putting off, um, they had been putting off uh, selling out, quote unquote, from yeah. day one because uh-huh. uh, their first album. Apparently, they wanted some some national commercial wanted to use that song "California Waiting," uh-huh. yeah, and they turned it down. Wow! And their management thought that was a big mistake. They were like, "You guys are 
blown. What are you doing? Like this yeah. is a huge opportunity for you. Damn. And they thought that that song was too poppy, and they didn't want that song to wow. be what represented them. Weird. So they turned that down. Shit. And then second, Aha Shake Heartbreak didn't have any singles on it or anything. Third album, because of the times, uh, they wanted to release Fans as a single, uh-huh. and they turned that down because they thought it was like a little too like acoustic, strummy. It's, yeah, it, it, it and it is. Uh-huh. It's kind of a, it's a song. It's kind of like a novelty-ish song. It's just a song about fans, which is it's not a great song. Yeah, and they didn't want they didn't want that to be the song that broke them either. So uh-huh. they turned that down. Damn. And then, uh, and then nothing so, ever worked out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Sex on Fire obviously was what broke them. Yeah. And they uh, even when that came out. They said that, like, well, we don't really like who it's attracted to our concerts. Because that's a song that was like, that was a huge hit. That's like, you know, it's it like soccer they, moms getting like wet in their minivans. Their no, that that's, song. Uh, so there's an article that I was reading called Kings of Leon Hate Sex on Fire. And it's about how Kings of Leon apparently doesn't enjoy the song Sex on Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Good summation. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, they say uh, Kings of Leon shot to fame with Sex on Fire. Their biggest hit, but the band can't stand the song anymore. Uh, this is um, Nathan Followill. Uh, says, I would be pretty damn happy if my sex was never ever on fire again, Ugh. he told UK newspaper The Sun. Uh, <laughs> Before maybe- he castrated himself in front of the journalist. <laughs> <laughs> this Here, one's you have this fire. Fans want it and you have to do it. And after so many albums together, I can tell you there's a lot of debate about what records make it onto a set list. Everyone has their favorites. Uh, da, da, da. One huge oh fuck this! One huge fan of the band is Coldplay frontman Chris Martin, who joined them on stage for a performance of Fans. Chris then thanked the lead singer for letting him join in, saying that was amazing. Chris Martin is such a bitch, and like I like him, but I the thing is I like Chris Martin. I like yeah, Coldplay. You're like the biggest Coldplay fan I, know. I love Coldplay, but I he's so annoying sometimes. And when he says stuff like this, like oh that was amazing. Fuck off, Chris. <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with saying Fuck you. you had a good experience. It's because I, I don't like this band. That's what this is. I hate when people say things like, it was fun. And it was great. <laughs> it is annoying. I don't hate Coldplay, but I hate Chris Martin for single-handedly making uh, Graduation by Kanye West unlistenable from back oh, to front because is of that one song. Bullshit. So you guys I love that song. Do you really? I love Get that song, and everybody, everybody's always oh like, my "No, God. no, you got to listen to the like the John Legend version where yeah. he's singing." Fuck that version. <laughs> That's a Chris Martin song. <laughs> First, Kanye had a song with Coldplay. Next thing you know, Jay got a song with Coldplay. It's so yeah. funny to me that he calls Chris uh, Martin Coldplay. Yeah. <laughs> like Yo, so what's up, Coldplay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I love that song. But oh I God. also I understand what you're saying. It's in the, one of the most insufferable things is watching the music Words video. Words from the lips of an angel. <laughs> <laughs> um, watching the music video for Homecoming, watching Chris Martin dance is like the worst thing in the world. It's I so don't even bad. Remember the video? It's really cool. It's actually a really cool video. Except for Chris Isn't Martin, a lot of Chicago. Yeah, 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 Chicago, and like the way that they do, uh, like 
It's you'd have to see it. It's good, but Chris Martin dancing is very bad. Uh, don't make his ass clap. You know, don't look at that. <laughs> He's twerking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it's bad I shouldn't have it turns so me on too much. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have gotten so mad about that. I'm I think it's to just feel this way about Mr. Play. <laughs> uh, before I forget, we should go ahead and listen to our dear friend Jared Thompson and foe of the podcast, uh, Jared Thompson's thoughts on the band. He's the owner of the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana, and co-founder of the Limestone Comedy Festival. This May, end of May, I think, or end of Ju- or beginning of June, something like that. Check it out, limestonefest.com. This is Jared Thompson. What's up, y'all? This week they went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending Kings of Leon. Uh, we've kind of covered this a little bit. Uh, you know, they're in that Coldplay Muse category of just, like, why does it bother you? It's not that bad. It's kind of been blown out of proportion that, you know, that any of those bands are bad. Like, it's just, you know, just ignore them. They're not grating to your ear. They're, there's really no real reason to dislike them. Unless, I will say that I have met a couple of people who were really into, into Kings of Leon before they kind of hit it big. And I guess they did change their sound and... If you're the type of person that's bothered by, like, selling out or whatever, I guess it's possible that you could have a complaint. But for the for the rest of us, it's just, you know, it's just something that you can ignore. Like, I admit that there was, like, a sort of moment of weakness where I liked a couple of their songs. And, again, they're not bad. Um, they're just kind of bland. It's just, you know, it's – and my biggest, uh, you know – problem i guess with the king's leon fan isn't really that bad it's just like just pay a little bit closer attention and you'll find better bands like you're kind of on the right track like if you're listening to them then you 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 maybe sort of understand what's good uh just dig a little deeper and you'll see some great bands sort of in that same general vicinity um you know this is kind of bland, boring. I don't really know if the episode's going to be that exciting. I mean, they're, they're just, ugh. Anyway. All right. I'll talk to you later. Thanks. All right. Those were the thoughts of Jared Tompler from Bloomington, Indiana. I'm so uh, really quickly before I, before, because I want to hear your thoughts on what he just said. Uh, it's interesting this I, I remember when Jared loved this band or like when he would be like, They're good. But it like I was listening to this playlist, it reminded me like they're kind of up his alley with like dad rock sort of shit sometimes. Right. But uh the Coldplay thing is the thing that comes up a lot where they get compared to like the sound they're like U two Coldplay ish a little bit in that Maybe it's in the production, or maybe the transition of how they, uh, maybe the way their music changed. I don't know what it is, but I read a few different comments that are like, "Yeah, they're like Coldplay rock." What do you think? Well, I think yeah, be, I think any band that has that arena rock ready mm, sound sure. gets thrown into just a category of being shit. But like, <laughs> why is that a bad thing to be able to, you know, like yeah. arena rock to me is like anthemic. Songs and our, yeah. I think Arcade Fire would fall into that too. Sure, I mean, it's songs sure. that like they there's a there's a momentum to them. There there's like a I don't know they 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 get you they get you fired up, you know. Sure. And I think Kings of Leon, even in their first album, you kind of see that they have that potential. And I think that they put off like really diving into that sound for as long as possible because they're mm-hmm. like you know they're like 
authentic, dirty Southern boys yeah. who could like barely play their instruments when they first started. <laughs> yeah. But they always, I think they always had that potential, so they fought it for as long as they could, and now they're they're like one of those mm. bands that's like not sure about how they feel about fame or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were also once when when they were, I think, on their second album, they wound up touring with Pearl Jam and U two and Bob Dylan. So uh-huh. They're playing these, arena, you know, they're that's playing insane. with U two, so I'm sure that probably influenced their sound a little bit. Sure. And they yeah. thought, well, you know, if we can reach this level of success, uh-huh. why the fuck not? Yeah, you know? yeah, that's fair. That's that's a that's a fair defense. I I like what Jared said about like if you like this, you're on the right track to something good. <laughs> it's very. Uh, I think that it's true. Yeah. Like if, I mean, you can do you can say that about any band that's gotten mm. that's big. It's like if you dig a little deeper, there's something behind them that's also interesting. Like yeah. you can get into more from from listening to this like that's yeah, like yeah, yeah. i mean the reality is coldplay got me into so many bands that are better than coldplay probably or more interesting but i still like coldplay you know right fuck well, you I, guys i, I, think, <laughs> I guys, imagine but. too that like a lot of kings of leon fans became fans of theirs after sex on fire yes and that became fans of that album and perhaps uh, subsequent albums uh-huh. and those are their worst albums yeah you yeah, know yeah. so that's the thing like fans of theirs that listen to those albums yes there is better music than those albums but uh-huh. those first i think those first two albums still hold up fantastically yeah. to this day i really so you put on uh was it waiting on waiting on california waiting for california, california waiting Can't, yeah waiting for california uh, <laughs> And uh, that was such a different sound to me because I had only heard them post Sex on Fire. And it, right. they're a band that I've heard for years, this thing about, uh, you got to hear the old shit and then yeah. you're going to be, you're going to change your fucking tune then, you stupid piece of shit. <laughs> That's what these Kings of Leon, and then they'd shove me in a dumpster, piss me off. Uh, so I'm, I, we'll get to the playlist eventually, but there's a lot of that stuff on there. Let's go to Facebook uh, really quickly. So another thing we do... Uh, on also, top I love of- how Jared uh, said this would be a boring. <laughs> he, he called me. You call me boring, Jared? <laughs> Fuck you. I do like the idea that the episode relies solely on who the band is. Too, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, like the band is boring, so the episode yeah, must yeah, be. I hate, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jared, there's you guys a lot of really problems. Gonna sleep right your way through this one. <laughs> it's like, Jared, do you like us or not? <laughs> Quit assuming <laughs> things are going to be boring. <laughs> Uh yeah. Um let's uh, let's go to Facebook. So in addition to Jared's comments, we also take it to the book. Uh <laughs> should we say should, should that be the Take name it of the to segment? the book. Ooh, wait, go. isolate that. <laughs> We're gonna play that every episode. <laughs> you isolate that. <laughs> I don't know how to use a computer. I want residuals. <laughs> the time that, uh, one time I left Tommy alone with the computer, uh, I had to leave, and he finished out the podcast, and it ends with him going, I think I'd, I'm worried I deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to press one button. Was like, oh. It was so easy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So... My button is a much larger button than the one you use. <laughs> what the hell? It's a Trump thing. Oh, okay. Okay, then. Um... 
Let's see here. So I asked Facebook, do you hate Kings of Leon and why? You say I asked Facebook like, hey, Facebook? hey Mr. I Facebook. Asked Zuckerberg Facebook. himself. <laughs> hey, Facebook, after Tommy reported his girlfriend for her, <laughs> her comments and you, you banned another woman for saying the men are scum. Uh, your girlfriend's parents let her use Facebook yet? <laughs> <laughs> um, they don't let under 13 have Facebook accounts. Thank you. Um <laughs> So um, this is uh, the first comment we got was from our friend from Chicago, uh, not across the pond, within, wait, (laughs) pre-pond? Anyway, uh, let's see here. Within the pond? Within our landmass. Yeah, Yeah. there we go. That's what I was looking for. Uh, Sam Ash McHale wrote, uh, she just shared an article called Jared Followill, Kings of Leon Basis, Slut Shamed a Pro Wrestler on Twitter. Let's see what we got Please here. be the rock. Please be the rock. Please be the uh, rock. <laughs> the rock's a fucking slut. <laughs> Jared Followill tweets, Hey, adults, let's maybe not watch professional wrestling. You know, I hate this tweet. I'm going to tell you that. I don't like pro wrestling. I'm not a wrestling fan. I hate this. I hate when people write like, Hey, maybe let's not. Yeah. Also, Just to preface anything like. with "Hey, adults." <laughs> yeah. Oh, most oh, of my tweets no are for good. the kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This one goes yeah. this one specifically eighteen and up. <laughs> it's just a picture of his ass. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> hey there, Junior. This one ain't for you. <laughs> uh, so then, Vita Scott. Wait, writes, there has to be more. There was there a picture or something? What do you, it, no, don't that's watch, it. Don't watch it says, wrestling. Hey, maybe let's not watch professional wrestling. You know. So how is that? So that I, okay. I think okay. that somebody yeah. comments back with it. Uh, uh, it says uh, Vita Scott writes, uh, "Hi, I'm uh, I, in your Stereo Gum article about indie wrestlers on Twitter. My comment was a Seinfeld joke. Just to clarify, I don't know what that means." Follower responded by tweeting back at Scott, simply telling her to close your legs. That was a stupid thing to tweet. Followwood deleted it soon after, but this is the internet and screenshots are forever. Um, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. he uh, She wrote something about shrimp on here. It's a, yeah, I guess it was a Seinfeld thing, and he just went in hard on her. Close your legs. It's not mm. good. Um, Mike Bailey writes, Hey, Kings of Leon, the washed-up altern- alternative rock band store called They're Running Out of You. Oh, that's the... Uh, nice. That's the that's the sign. Nice, <laughs> hell yeah, got his ass. Tom, you have a weird. I've never seen you more angry at a band than you are at Kings of Leon. You know what it is? Uh, like, did they like fuck someone you they know? Did. They fucked everybody I've ever known. <laughs> oh, that must oh, yeah, be. Yeah. Uh, um, they should have closed their legs. <laughs> I will. I'll he tell should, you. He could have defended that. Close your le- autocorrect. Close your mouth. Come on, <laughs> yeah. fucking iPhones. <laughs> I, I want to see if he ever. I got, he didn't apologize. What is this? He just starts laughing at people who are responding to him. I don't like this. All right. Uh, okay, so I've got a lot of people who are angry about wrestling. Ugh. Guys, guys, guys. So that was a test. You all passed with flying colors. I thought people were against wrestling, but nope, not us. Yeah, he's trying to be funny after that, but close your legs. It's pretty unforgivable, in my opinion. That's bad. That's not good. Defend it. <laughs> Defend slut shaming. Uh, I mean, of all the things we've talked about on this podcast, close your legs. No, you're saying it's, it's unforgivable. It's whereas wrong. we've had people who have done so much worse things. Who's than done that. worse? The, all, like half of the bands have sex with 13 year olds. So, <laughs> tell me something worse than close your legs. <laughs> 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 all right. So, 
the, well, they the, were brought up. They were brought up uh, Pentecostal. They yes. went. They were. They were. Uh, they toured the South with their minister father. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It was very, Didn't he that do was very, like snake shit or no? What's that? Did he do like snake shit or no? I yeah, don't know about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I read. I like this is on their Wikipedia, but I, the, so when they broke off from their dad, like their mom and dad got divorced, and right. uh, their dad uh, burned in a fire or something. <laughs> uh, no, he uh, he stopped That's what Texas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he they just stopped touring with him or whatever, and the like Christian band or whatever. Uh, and they, I think Caleb moved to uh, Nashville first. And then uh, the rest kind of followed. And then they had their 16-year-old cousin. They tricked right. his mom into thinking he was only going to come for a week. And then they wouldn't let him leave Nashville. <laughs> now this you is say what they said. trick. I say kidnap. That's what they <laughs> all They put kidnap in quotes. Yeah. Tied him to the radiator for his own good. <laughs> they, they locked Look themselves in a basement. Doing five beats a day for three summers, of course. <laughs> uh, no, they were uh, they locked themselves in a basement for a month because the two brothers uh, had built a little steam up on their own. Right, uh, Caleb, and, Caleb Nathan, and Nathan. Yeah. They had gotten industry attention just for being like cute bro brothers right. in Nashville, making their little shit. Well, in Nashville, <laughs> you don't even they, have to make uh, music. Just that's how they brothers. wanted to market them as at first was it was just the two of them, Caleb yeah. and Nathan. Yeah, and they wanted to market them as like the Evan handsome and, southern. They were going to be like Evan and Jaron, but uh, but more country. And then they were like, "Fuck that! We're going to grow facial hair because yeah. facial hair makes you hideous." <laughs> I used to be a dreamboat, and then I glue these pubes to my face. <laughs> no one will come near me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so originally it was going to be that, and then they invite another their other brother. They kind of made him learn an instrument. And right, then, right. And then, uh, and then they bring that, that cousin around. They lock themselves in a basement for a month and put out their first they, – they put together their first group of songs, and uh, the industry loves it. I mean, not the not – the, like they're already signed to RCA Records in 2002. Yeah. Which is seems insane for how long it took them to get major su- success cuz that's, you know, that's pretty big. They also the, the the I guess their management at the time wanted to pair the two with, you know, professional. They wanted to pair them mm. with professional working musicians. They were like, "No, fuck that. We yeah. want our brother, our little brother and our cousin to join us." Yeah. Who also had like they all had very limited experience uh-huh. playing together. Yeah. So they yeah, they really been weird. shooting themselves in the foot from day one. It's pretty funny, I guess. Yeah, that they the whole time are like, "We could have been successful oh, 15 yeah. years ago yeah, yeah, yeah. and just chose to like make it harder on themselves." So that's interesting. I think the narrative is wrong about that cuz everyone I think puts them in the Vampire Weekend camp of like, "Oh, these kids got famous right away." And sure. Like, no, they didn't. No. Like, yeah, they yeah. didn't. They could have though, which is interesting. Like they had the attention so early. Mm. And they just chose not to do what people seem to want them to do. I think if they wanted them to just do what they wanted to do anyway, I think the Evan and Jaron thing, like they, the, them that, wanting them to the be the two guys. Avit brother, how do you pronounce it? Avit, Avit brothers? The Avit brother? Yeah. yeah. Is that who you're talking I actually about? don't know how you uh, pronounce Evan it. Evan and Jaron. Evan and Jaron were two cute boys who, they had a couple big hits. They're, they were twin brothers. They had, I'm trying to figure out what their, uh, what their hit? Oh, crazy for this girl was their big song. I want to find it because they're bad. This I might mean, have been Indiana only. I no, it's this... not Indiana only. This is in their Wikipedia. <laughs> Did you buy this in the parking lot of a Walmart? <laughs> no, you got to. We don't want to hear your Bollywood soundtrack, All right, man. We're gonna listen. To... I'm gonna teach you guys what some real music is. <laughs> this is Evan and Jaren.
Sounds like crash test dummies, <laughs> doesn't it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, that's enough of that. <laughs> that was a fairly big hit, right? Was that, that. Is that like 10 years old? That was getting radio play quite a bit. I think that was around, that's probably 15 years old now, yeah. um, which is just old enough to date. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're pro Roy, Roy Moore podcast. I don't know if we've covered that yet in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so they were, these are these Jewish boys, and that's why uh, the Kings of Leon guys, they're like, we don't want to be like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, they uh, yeah they said they they specifically said we don't want to be Evan and Jaren because that's what they were. Tr- this label was like they're hot. You guys could be that. You're cute boys. Come on, just yeah. just duo up and uh, and make it happen. But uh, yeah, they made their brother learn bass uh, when he was a freshman in high school. Uh, let's see, Caleb taught himself fu- guitar. A fun little. It might be on there. There's a fun little anecdote I read about that. They wanted him to play bass, and he was like. No, man, I'm not going to play bass. All bass players are fat fucks like the dude from the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only band he knows. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Every bassist. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> um, all right, so... Hey, let's... I played bass in high school. What the uh, fuck? <laughs> there, there, are, there are a few, though. I, you, guys, you guys listen to that band Future Islands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Using their bass player? I'm He's not a fat fuck, too. <laughs> Long, long-haired fat fuck is a oh, whole different shit. kind of fat fuck. Yeah. Well, as soon as Tommy, if you would have seen Tommy play, he'd be like, and <laughs> hot jocks, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's read a little more Facebook. Uh, a few more Facebook thoughts here. There's a lot actually. People were very opinionated. Yes. Did you see any of these? No, Sometimes I didn't. You, uh, Did you just post this today? I posted this morning. Okay. Yeah. So Kevin Lopkovich, a uh, friend of the pod, wrote, A guy I went to high school with once bragged to me, can't wait to skip school tomorrow, play Oblivion, and listen to the new Kings of Leon album. And that sentence comes up in mind every time I hear them. Um, Let's see. Da-da-da. Drew Whitney Morgan, Southern boy himself, wrote, Because they broke my heart. That's why he says he hates them. Because they ended my youth. Because every time I put uh, Tranny on and think about them fucked up drunk under a tent at Bonnaroo playing it live and how certain I was that they were going to be the biggest and best band in the world, I have to face how wrong I was, how dumb I was, how I, they, and we all will die. Because you somebody is played on elevators. Because wait, use somebody. Yeah, yeah. That what it was called? Oh, yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. Because I peaked when they peaked. Because I didn't. It didn't have to be this way. I hate them for who they slash I could have been. I hate them because I hate me. And most of all, I hate them because I don't hate them. Not even a little bit. Not at all. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like tearing up. That's the exact <laughs> things I hate about you. <laughs> I love uh, that was a nice little tie in Drew. Um see that's see. the thing. That song Tranny, that's my number one song on the playlist. Yeah. Fantastic. So he's he's uh, saying he doesn't he I don't think he regrets say say thinking that they would be the, be the biggest band in the world. He yeah. saw that potential from that song. It's mm-hmm. just that when a band gets that big and gets that much radio play, it, people just turn on them, you know? But like I th- I think I just think it's shitty to turn on people because they become successful and if their sound sure. changes a little bit and it gets a little watered down that's true and i'll yeah. f- i'll readily admit i haven't listened to their past 
I mean, I have just, you know, to give them a, a sh- another shot in preparation yeah. for doing this podcast, but like their last three albums, I don't listen to uh-huh. really, you know, but I think I, I still, I said, I'm going to, their first two albums, I think those two, even three albums, I think those alone carry, give them a big, give them a big pass in my book. Yeah. You know? I, yeah, I mean, I definitely hate when people shit on a band just because they got big or yeah. they're like, oh, I liked them before. It's like, for me, I, my favorite band is probably Modest Mouse still. I mean, they were, when I, for me, it was like when I was 21 and uh, like, to 27 that's right. like most of what i listened to was modest mouse and i love their stuff from before they got big float on was kind of their sex on fire yeah. where they all of a sudden were getting pl- that song is played all the time people hate like pe- people don't hate that song as much as they hate like sex on fire or use somebody yeah but i it definitely gets shit on just because it's played so much and people make fun of them for that right. but i like that song that's and I, fantastic i ca- and then they we got big we all float out on here, Joshi. <laughs> that's what that's right. <laughs> but then once they got big, that like a couple, they had a couple albums that are a little overproduced. Yeah. The, the album that has Dashboard on it, and like I like that song, Dashboard. I, that's a great song. Yeah. There are like there are some great songs on that album. I actually love that album. I have it. I'm pretty sure uh, on vinyl over there. Uh, but um, it's uh, it's different from what they did before they got big, and they started making stuff that was getting radio play. Like Dashboard was a big radio hit, mm-hmm. and then. Um, Education is really good. I think that got radio play, but I still, I still was like, they're still good, and I still like the old shit. And I'm not like, oh, they fucking sold out. Like, and I hate an, that shit. That's like, another band had a long fucking career before yeah, yeah, Float On were, came around. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and people got into them. I got into them because of Float On. So yeah. I can't be mad at people who are like, yeah, I don't, I don't like this because they got big. Or I, right, I, right. I mean, I can be mad at that. I, but I can't be mad at people who jump on board because they got big because that's right, what I did. Right. So. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a rarity to find somebody that likes a band from the start and is and is happy when they read. You know what I mean? Like, why would you yes, not want everybody to sure. catch on to that? That's always irritating. Where it's like you love these people so much, but then when they blow up, you're mad. Like, yeah, you should want them to be good. Yeah. Having said that, fuck this band. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's. Uh, I, I dated a girl that that got me in a modest mouse. Uh, from pretty much the jump, and I, I, you know, like their early stuff. Yeah, and I kept used to tell my friends about them all the time. They yeah. weren't aware of them yet, and then when Float On broke, uh-huh. and they finally started listening to them, I was like, finally, people are gonna hear these guys. I was happy for them, you know. Absolutely, and I will. I think that uh, one thing with them when they pop, when they popped, that song was a hit. But those two albums that were around, like that album and then this album right after it, are both great albums. Like they, st- yeah. they were still pretty close to what they were doing before. Not too, they, it wasn't a huge departure. And then the third album following, like Float On, was when they it was it felt very different. Like yeah. it definitely felt like they had some melodies that were like, oh, this seems like they're trying to get radio play now, right? But I don't give a shit. I still like the songs. Um, we still have there's so many Facebook comments on here. Let's see what James Fritz has to say. Ooh, love James. He said, their first two records were great before they opened for U2, and we're like, never mind, we want plotting, whiny stadium crap and swoopy bang. So that's, we covered that. <laughs> swoopy <Yeah>. bangs. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, they were fresh That, new that is funny that they up. fought that whole uh, handsome southern boy thing at first, and now they totally play They leaned that. in hard. They all wear like tight-fitting V-necks yeah. and have like $400 haircuts. Absolutely. I was I was looking at pictures of Caleb earlier for yeah. my own private use. <laughs> <laughs> From your collection. Yeah. <laughs> His wife is a smoke show and like he looks like a model. Caleb. 
Oh, I, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I can't be a knock on the band, but <laughs> I, I really do hate it. Well, our dear friend Caleb Sinan is going to listen to this and be angry. Uh, <laughs> no, Caleb is a definitely a country name. That sound, it sounds like a dumb guy. It does. <laughs> oh, hey, what's Caleb got to say about that? <laughs> so not something good if it's about race politics. <laughs> uh, let's see. They char- Oh, this is interesting. So a lot of... To be honest, a lot of what I don't like about them. One, I didn't like Sex on Fire. That was a bad first intro for me. I did like uh, Use Somebody when yeah. it came out. I watched the video for it today, and I was uh, I listened to it on one of the four way, five ways to listen to music, which was at the gym, and uh, I enjoyed it. Oh, Humble brag, Tom's ripped as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm ripped. I'm ripped. yeah, you don't even want to see him anymore. He's like a you monster. You don't want to see me. <laughs> I keep telling him to close his arms. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> Tommy, big man, that I'm getting jacked. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, are your abs on fire right now? <laughs> oh hell yeah! Dude. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, I listened to I watched the video for you somebody and it is corny as fuck. But I do still the song is nice. It, it comes together well. It's a pleasant song. It's a good for as far as like radio play shit. It's fun. You'd yeah. be hard pressed to find cool music videos from the two thousands. That's true. Oh, yeah. Man. Of like a popular unless, band. Unless you want to check out some No Doubt shit. No Doubt videos are great, but they I'm just saying like there's video. more bad music videos than good music videos. In my but this was late 2000s though, I think, when that video came out, right? Somebody? Yeah. That's 2008. Yeah. Right? So I, I mean, haven't watched that video. Videos I think there are like time. three good music videos. <laughs> Ooh, is that right? Yeah. All right, so let's see. Number one is Evan the Teenage Mutant Ninja. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> that Evan and Jaren video is good because it's just them looking hot the whole time, and they barely show the girl. Is <laughs> I'm crazy for this girl. Then why does it keep? Why do we keep seeing your ass then? <laughs> Cute ass boys. <laughs> no, I, oh, yeah. I agree with that. There's three good music videos, and they're all Busta Rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> Break uh, you, I, I have not seen the use somebody video. Have you? Did you watch the Sex on Fire video? I did not. Is that no. That's on a fucking rooftop? embarrassing. <laughs> they're they're in a barn, and for some reason, Ooh. Caleb is lying down the whole time, oh, and he's no. all sweaty. Oh god! And at one point, all the other, all those brothers like have him pinned down. Oh shit! It looks like like fucking torture porn. Yeah. Jesus! And he's all like sweaty, and there's like there's like there's like. Buckets of water and like roosters Ugh. running around. Looks like oh some sort of like Santeria practice is about <laughs> to happen. And then at one point, oh, one of the I think it's Jared, the guitarist, like spits into a napkin. It's like, are you guys all sucking each other's dicks? <laughs> Jesus what the hell's Christ. going on here? And oh then later, God. it cuts to like them eating like very like centrally eating like chicken wings. And it's like you're probably so it's like. Maybe he was spitting out like the. But you should show the chicken wing before show you show him wing. spitting out yeah, something into a weird. napkin. I have to see that. I won't watch it on the podcast, but... uh, Has he ever been seen standing up? (laughs) Because maybe it's like an FDR thing. Oh, that's true. I watched a video of him earlier. Uh, He's so drunk on stage he can't play. And, like, this is, like, the beginning of the end for them a little bit. Like, they they had to cancel the rest of their tour because, like... Tewer. I think they were just not getting along. <laughs> They're tewer. 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 What the fuck? <laughs> coming at me? Uh, man, I should I should have known not to come after the king of Zing. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, uh, there's a video of him, like, he can't even stand up. Like, he's yeah. so drunk, and he just keeps telling the audience how great they are, and then he's like, yeah, I don't even know what I'm doing right now. He's just like, all I know is my wife is beautiful. And, Did you say that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And this crowd is great. And then he's like, all right, well, I'm going to go backstage and throw up, and then I'll come back out here and sing three more songs, and then they just end the show. They're like, we can't have him come wow. back out here. And the band is like, sorry, guys, we're pissed. Caleb sucks. Like we were pretty pissed at him. He can't play anymore, and the audience starts booing and shit. That but, happened uh, when I saw. I've said this before about the time. That happened when I saw the Strokes. Is they were too fucked up yeah, to play. They yeah. ended after like half an hour. Yeah. It's such a, a bummer. Bass player fell down, and yeah, it was a whole uh, thing. That, yeah. yeah, well, he was feeling ill. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. they said. It's so funny how they say ill because uh, that's what they say in this video too. It's always yeah. He's gotten sick. Yeah. yeah. At the beginning <laughs> of the video, it's a fan of Kings of Leon, and they're like. Yeah, I don't. I'm not trying to say anything bad. Caleb is ill the whole show. He's, he's not ill. ill. It's like someone's he's a, so fucked Someone's up. addicted to drugs or hospitalized for exhaustion. Yeah, right? oh, oh, That's what they yeah. said too. They canceled the tour because of exhaustion. And yeah, it's like, yeah. well, he exhausted some Bud Lights, as far as I'm concerned. They, they, uh, that's what took him down. <laughs> <laughs> I would respect Matt. If it was Miller Lite, I'd respect him. Oh shit. We, this is a big fight on this podcast. <laughs> I'm a Coors Light man myself. I'm a Miller Light man. Where do you fall? I the uh, my fall? first foray into beer drinking was Coors Light. Hell yeah! And then I went Coors Light to Miller High Life. See, I, High Life I like more than the others. But right now, if I was offered a Coors Light or a Miller Light, I would take a Miller. Hell Light. yeah! Get the fuck out of here! Because you're a wise <laughs> man. <laughs> you know what's funny? I had a I had a tweet about Coors Light that got uh, went a little viral, and I. <laughs> People kept tweeting it, but like because of that, people kept like random people kept tweeting replying to it, and it was yeah. all these British people being like, "Coors Light tastes like piss, mate." As and if was, you like really it, give a shit. Yeah, it was just yeah. a joke tweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, you know his name is Coltrane, right? Yeah, that's the <laughs> joke. I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I said that in the comedy at a green room, and no one laughed. And then I tweeted it, and, it, and I was that's like, "Fuck so you, Jerry." <laughs> Coors Light tastes like Coors Light doesn't taste like anything. That's the major criticism. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I you like know? about it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> definitely I, I the most refreshing beer. That's what I, you know, I like it's that a, about it. I feel like water Bud Light's substitute. a little buttery. I like that. <laughs> buttery. It's a buttery beer. <laughs> I pour butter in my beer. <laughs> <laughs> I heard in Harry Potter they drink butter beer, and I was like, "Is that what that means?" I heat up margarine and <laughs> pour it into my beer. Oh, uh, don't knock it till you try it. Uh, <laughs> You're like, go to the bartender. I'll have a Butterweiser, please. <laughs> Coming right up, sir. <laughs> oh, man. The Takar special. I <laughs> you go out back, you pick your cow. <laughs> Oh, man. You take a whole stick, try to jam it into the opening of the can. <laughs> the can, ew. That makes it worse it's somehow. Because then you go to drink and it's all slippery on your mouth. You got to deep throw that butter stick before you get the first sip. <laughs> oh, man. Guys, send in pictures of yourself oh. trying this. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Butterweiser Challenge. Everybody who does this, yeah. I'll donate $1 to the uh, Cow's charity of your choice. <laughs> Uh, up to seven dollars. <laughs> well, I will go up to eight because it is oh. the year of generosity. Year of generosity. Well, I'll go down to three. 
because I have to negate your generosity. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, I'll do it for free. I love butter. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's see. Here. I love that you're doing it for free. You won't. It's for charities. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even have to pay these yeah, charities yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's see. Let's I, I'll do oh, one before, more scam of Facebook. So they got they got in a bunch of shit because they were too drunk to play. You know, there was another thing. I think it was like 2010. They did a gig in St. Louis and they walked off the stage because there was pigeon. They were covered in pigeon. They, shit. I read that and it is so fucking funny. <laughs> Wait, what <laughs> happened? The stage. They, they was were coming? playing a, No, they were playing a gig in St. Louis and like. 10 minutes into the show you can see footage of them you can see them like wiping their faces and like spitting what? there was a bunch of pigeons on the lighting oh rig and they were just shitting all over the band and they and they they played for 10 minutes and they were like fuck this and they walked off stage oh and all the fans were booing them and they're like refund bullshit and their management was like this is a toxic health hazard and like everybody that 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 I think is when people turn on them even more. That was like yeah. that was on CNN and shit. Yeah, that was like yeah, a big yeah. deal. So, so that it was, was like a big one. They had fans well, turn on them for Sex on Fire, and then the fucking newfound Sex and Sex on Fire fans turned on them because they th- they thought they were like pre Madonnas who couldn't deal with a little pigeon shit. When did yeah, the yeah. pigeons turn on them? But then, <laughs> <it's not laughs> no, yeah. I actually, actually, you can hire pigeons to shit on people you don't like. <laughs> so. Uh, I put in a little cash. Is that what happened to my bike? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I paid Big Pigeon to to come after you. <laughs> uh, but I I I like I to, I kind of understood them walking. Oh, off. totally. You know what I mean? Like I'd rather have a no. lighting rig cave my fucking if head I'm in a, than have pigeon was, shit in my if, mouth. If any of us know? were doing sets, except for Tommy, he loves that shit. <laughs> but like. If any of us normies did a show, and uh, and uh, that's what he calls us in his subreddit, r slash shit lovers. Yeah, of course you'd walk off stage. Yeah, uh, yeah that's insane. Um, so I don't blame them for that, but it is funny that like they were mad. Like they they got off stage and the crowd booed them and shit. I was just reading about that. I can't remember where that article was, but there's a lot of like. A lot of people who have stories of them like being kind of divas. Uh, wait, where is this one? I found some fun facts about them too. I sh- I don't want to make it all bad because uh, I do feel like I've I'm gonna come in hard on them just because uh, <laughs> you know I find they fucked everybody I know. But um, <laughs> uh, I like these fun facts that I found. Um, it says, when the Kings played Saturday Night Live last September, Caleb walked the backstage halls and took a moment to pause in front of a portrait of Chris Farley. Growing up, he was obsessed with the comic. Qu- quote, I knew I was going to be on SNL, he says. I didn't know that I'd be singing. Nathan remembers the phone call he received on uh, December 18th, 97. Caleb was crying his eyes out, and he kept saying, he's dead, he's dead. I was like, what? Dad's dead? So... What I think is interesting about this is he's like, I knew I was going to be on SNL. Yeah, like he thought he was going to be a comedian, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, but he but didn't even like, do anything. I come like from that. humble beginnings. I thought I would be mopping the stage at SNL. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I like this one too. Caleb was fourteen the first time he smoked weed in Henderson, Tennessee. I was with cousin. Peanut, and we were in a graveyard. I didn't know he was related to... 311? I was going to say the puppet, one of... uh, (laughs) One of... What's his name? Puppets. God damn it. Fuck. Puppet comedian. (laughs) Famous rich man. Jeff Dunham? Jeff Dunham. Dunham. That's it. 
We're on you won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you win. Who is Jeff Dunham? We I, now, game I win show. one Butterweiser. <laughs> <laughs> we will each donate $8 to Jeff Dunham. He's <laughs> 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 our friend on Venmo. Yeah, Peanut's sick right now. So <laughs> No, he said, uh, yeah, they were smoking weed in a graveyard. I was like, I don't feel it. But when we got home, I was eating a bunch of chicken tenders. Peanut <laughs> said, what the fuck, man? You're going to kill your buzz. That's when I realized, maybe I am feeling this. <laughs> Fun facts with uh, Kings of Leon. <laughs> I mean, these are as reflective on the fact writers as they are. On the no, absolutely. <laughs> They're yeah. so this overwritten. This is in Rolling Stone. What? I swear to God. Yeah, this is Rolling. This is Rolling Stone. You know that new? Uh, there's a new documentary about like Rolling Stone. What <laughs> if it's like ten minutes on that? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. We knew we had to break the chicken tender story. <laughs> uh, I won't read any more of those. But um, I actually uh, have. I remember I didn't, I was like not super into them just from that Sex on Fire song, but then I had a, um, a friend who, I, I'm gonna say, cause I don't think they give a fuck, cause I made, I had a joke where I made fun of them, and, uh, somebody from, uh, Kill Rock Stars was there, the, it's a label out of Portland, and they came up and they were like, we love that fucking, uh, Kings of Leon joke, cause we fucking hate them, because they were assholes to us when we were overseas, before they were big. They like wouldn't let somebody in the green room or something. They were like super. They were huge prima donnas, and they were like talking down to everybody around and not letting like anybody around them. And they were like, "We don't even know who the fuck you are." And they were. It turns out they were big there, but they were like being very much like, "Who the fuck are you guys? Why are you around here?" Like it was like their openers or something. Yeah. It's crazy. But uh, I also read this. This is uh, from the L.A. Weekly, July sixteenth, twenty fourteen. It's called Further Proof That Kings of Leon Are Jerks. Uh, On August 24th, 2009, interns working for NBC's Tonight Show, then hosted by Conan O'Brien, were surprised when musical guest Kings of Leon insisted on a closed rehearsal. Normally, employees and interns could watch artists soundcheck during the lunch break, but Kings of Leon shut them out. It seemed an unusually douchey move, though that alone... Might not have been such a big deal. I love in journalism when they say stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the band's antics were just getting started. Let's be clear. Stories of stars acting like complete assholes around the little people are a dime a dozen in L.A. But when we started asking industry insiders for some of their worst horror stories, we were so struck by Kings of Leon's uh, Tonight Show visit that we stopped right there. Um, the Southern Rockers of Sex on Fire fame used to be portrayed as the genteel family band, three sons and the nephew of a Pentecostal preacher who moved to Nashville to make music together. But over the years, that image has become increasingly hard to reconcile with the trail of douchebaggery they've left in their wake. Since 2009, Kings of Leon have cussed out their own fans, walked out on a show after getting shit on by pigeons, and dissed the TV program Glee to such an extent that Sir Elton John called them assholes. <laughs> I didn't know that. Wait, about the Glee thing? I guess That's so. how you know you've made it. I, I'm gonna, you know what? <laughs> when Elton John wants Let's to Let's sidetrack away from this for yeah. a second. We'll come back to it. I'm going to click on this and Elton see where John. it takes me. He did like a Chris Crocker video where he's Now we know why Tom hates them. He's an avid Glee lover. (laughs) I'm a Gleek, and uh, you can't take that away from me. Where the hell is this? That's weird. You click on the thing, and it doesn't take you to anything, does it? I'm going to see here. I'm going to look up Elton John, Kings of Leon, and see if that'll take us there. But of the three things they mention, two of them are getting shit on by pigeons and leaving and making fun of Glee, which are like things anyone would do. (laughs) I don't want to see a video, damn it. Um, Elton John, Chastise, here we go. This is in Billboard, so take that, 
You pieces of shit. Uh, Elton John thinks Kings of Leon should let Glee use their music. There's a big debate going on about the Glee thing at the moment. A lot of bands say they don't want their stuff on Glee. It's like, lighten up, you assholes. <laughs> John said on Late Night with Jimmy Fallon Thursday. John is referring to Kings of Leon. And then Jimmy Fallon Glee. like tussled his hair. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> John says, this is a compliment. Also, it sends a positive message out. What the hell is wrong with you guys? Oh, we don't want our music played. Well, Kings of Leon, lighten up, guys. Come on. Listen, when someone wants to do your song, it's a compliment. Uh, It's so great when people do your songs. I started off as a songwriter. Even now, when I get into an elevator and hear Muzak, I feel really happy when it's one of my songs because it's a compliment when somebody records or does one of your songs. It doesn't matter if it's a bad version. It's a thrill. Wait, Elton John said I started out as a songwriter? Yeah, yeah. When he's had Bernie Taupin Taupin. writing his songs the whole fucking time? (laughs) Hey, this is not a a John-shaming podcast. (laughs) We're pro Elton John. We're pro Roy Moore. And... uh, we're anti Kings of Leon. Okay, so let's go back. That's why to that I LA. thought when everyone was talking about being a Bernie bro, I thought it was about Bernie. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Rocket Man. Yeah, lock her up. Elton John's, John's going to be Vice. All right, strange move. What the hell? <laughs> All right. Uh, so that was the. So that we just did an aside. So that was uh, what he called them assholes. That wasn't as big as I thought it was going to be. Uh, then it says Caleb Followell admitted to Britain's Telegraph in t- 2010 that he was only sober for the first 30 minutes of every day same as tommy mcnamara (laughs) adding that once he adding that once he started drinking there's a level of brutal honesty if not pure meanness damn at a gig in dallas in 2011 caleb announced he was going off stage to vomit and never returned (laughs) their tours later canceled with exhaustion given as the reason in a 2013 interview again with the telegraph caleb said he'd quit drinking although he also denied rumors that he'd gone to rehab and that's the context for the story we learned from two former Tonight Show interns who independently confirmed the details. Uh, according to the interns, things got even more sore after the sound check. When Kings of Leon went to their dressing room, they had a spread of food and wine waiting for them as requested in their contract. But the band refused to touch it until they had ceramic plates and actual stemware. Mm. One intern was instructed to wash glass stemware dug up out of a prop room. The other recalled someone making a run to a nearby store to purchase plates. Uh, let's see. All right, now I hate them. For the record, <laughs> hell yeah. anyone who uses hell the term yeah. proper stemware. <laughs> we need to get says, more girls in stemware programs. <laughs> <laughs> it says, for the record, this wasn't the first time they made extra ho- hospitality demands at a show. There's a link to that, too. Let's do another little aside. Damn it, these... Is- they don't take you to anything. Got Julian aside over here. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Uh, Wiki Gleeks. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny if there's like a really harsh Gleek website. Um, it says then one of the intern. Oh shit! It says then one of the interns made the mistake of making eye contact with Caleb Followell in the hallway. Hey, I really liked your new album. The starstruck uh, intern told him. Followell allegedly scowled and then shoved the intern aside as he passed. Ooh. This one, I'm on his side. When I did Conan, I had interns coming up to me. They said, I love your work. And I said, get the fuck out of here. I would hate if I was that intern to be described as starstruck. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, when you're probably just feeling awkward and you're like, hey, I like you. Yeah, if you see someone and you're walking around the hallway like, hey, I love this, that's not like... 
I, that's what I say. If the you see someone, virgin. Say yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had his tits out with a sharpie in hand. <laughs> Please, the pathetic tits. lisping piece of shit intern. The tiny dicked big fan. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he shoved him aside. It says, later, one of the interns says, Tonight Show staff members responsible for cleaning the dressing room reported that the place had been trashed. Drink and food were spilled everywhere, and food was grouped, it was ground into the carpet, almost as if it had been done intentionally. It was unbelievable. I would say it was probably intentional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ground into the floor. Yeah. Jesus. It was unbelievable, the intern says. I used to like them, but now anytime I hear the songs, it triggers a horrible memory. When asked for comment, a PR rep for the band told LA Weekly that the allegations were ridiculous, saying that the followers were happy all day and the show was great. The show's music talent exec, Jim Pitt, who works for Conan's TBS show, was defensive. Really? When did L.A. Weekly become TMZ? Pitt, Pitt went on to deny that the band made any unusual requests or acted unprofessionally, but did allow that NBC employees had been stuck in traffic and late to pick up the band from their L.A. hotel that morning. Band members had to drive their own rental cars to the lot when it became clear that they might miss the dress rehearsal, which might have set a bad tone. So maybe that excuses the intern. Uh, so maybe that excuses shoving the intern. But what about the stemware demand? What kind of rock stars drink out of a glass? Well, that's kind of a stupid argument. Yeah. I, I think if I ever get arrested for murder, will you go as a witness and just go, he was happy all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't have done anything wrong. I remember. He, I saw him smiling. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> impossible. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I'm, uh, oh, I guess they settled their feud with Glee. Oh, you know what? I like these guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually all that I had. That was really it. <laughs> they went on to write the entire next season. <laughs> yeah, I don't like this. It says, yeah, it says they. See, charged. people are really searching here. You can see that, right? I want to know this really though. Searching. It does feel like that to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, it kind of does. The more I'm reading about it, but I have so this one I want to know about because it says they charged bands money to open for them. Ooh, pay to play. Yeah, yeah. So I want to read. I'm going to look that up real fast. Could I have done this earlier? Possibly. <laughs> uh, Kings of Leon charges bands. Duh, duh, duh. Charges. Let's see if this brings anything up. Duh, duh, duh. The cost behind booking your favorite band. No, that's not it. He's on billboard. Where duh, did duh, you? Duh. Did someone say that on Facebook or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have. I wish I had seen that more. They just posted it, or else I would have looked yeah, into yeah. that more. Well, don't you wish comedy operated that. that way? I'd rather pay money. When I first started, and have all my friends see me bomb. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I offered that to a club once uh, when I moved Instead to Ohio. Of people, I'll just give you. I money. was like, dude, I'll give you fifty bucks, <laughs> like, because I'm not. I was like, it's five bucks a ticket anyway. You yeah. said to bring ten people. I was like, just moved to Ohio. I was like, I don't know anybody who's not a comic in Columbus. I'll pay you. And then they were like, no. <laughs> and then, uh, and then you know, I just. Finessed them with my skills. Is that what you call it? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's you right. Spin to a napkin. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of the, that video. Sounds so bad that they're like in a barn, like f- fucking he's around, lying down. And he's all sweaty and <laughs> uh, nervous looking. That's like he's weird. Just getting sex is on fire that's like by um, something off screen <laughs> just when you said they were like he was laying down in a in like a barn or whatever it made me think of the notebook scene the sex scene have you guys, have you guys seen the notebook? the notebook not in years i don't remember a, i have the, seen it the the first sex scene in it uh maybe the only one is uh they're like in a barn and like 
they're they're you know they get to business it'd be so funny if this song just came on <laughs> I, I like the idea of breaking like yeah. all like i wish that more movies would do that just out of nowhere a and song that doesn't fit they're playing it live <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're in the Chicken barn wings. they're like turn away <laughs> um okay so i think that that's I, I think that might be all the hate we can find so if you uh, if you stand by it, then there you go. Wait, here's what is a conspiracy this? theory. Maybe pigeons saw that video, thought they were eating pigeon wings, <laughs> and then as revenge, that's my brother. You fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think that's true. <laughs> Before we move on. Before we move yeah. on, I think that's true. Um, I didn't look up a quiz. I guess we should probably get to the playlist yeah. here. We're already in an hour. Yeah, we should get to the playlist. Um, okay, so you obviously. Oh, you did something I really liked. You uh, you gave us the songs in order of how you like them. So, mm-hmm. And so we'll start with number six and yeah. go down to number one. This uh, this one kicks off with a little a little ditty <laughs> called "Sex on Fire." Feel free to talk over this too. That is sex on fire. I think you've heard it. You people know it. You love it. Maybe, maybe you hate it. What do you What do you guys think about that song? I think I I I kind of feel like what Jared was saying. Like I don't think there's anything hateable about that song. Like I think sure. it's a fine arrangement. You know, what yeah, I mean? I, yeah, unless yeah. you hate the words, your sex is on fire. So I will say that I remember hearing that song and being like, I hate that. Just idea. the phrase. The phrase. I don't yeah. like the phrase. I will say this song. His voice is less great. So a big problem that I have with this band, and I think that this just comes down to taste. And like, that's that's the problem with some bands that I like. If you don't like a guy's voice. It's fucking tough. Like I had that. I remember when I was younger. I loved Ben Folds, and people would be like, "I would see people be like, his voice is too nasally, dog. I hate it." And so this guy's you voice, hate his voice, it's like cracks the, too yeah. much. His balls keep it's dropping. That, <laughs> yes, but it's that thing where I think it's his sex bothers me. <laughs> There's a thing with him where you can tell he's like trying to sound sexy or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hate that. I don't know what it is. I like my singers to be gritty. Like Chris Martin types. <laughs> <laughs> you want a tough guy, yeah. No, but I kind of do like like uh, like Isaac Brock. Like I like guys who are like uh, like right. they sound shitty, kind of. Yeah. Like uh, I really like um, the dude from Car Seat Headrest's voice a lot because yeah, yeah. it's just a little raw, but it doesn't do this. There's like, a band called Car Seat oh, Headrest. Dude, Car Seat Headrest. Oh. Is Bad good. name, great band. Great band, and it's really just a dude. I think. I yeah, think it's just one it is. Dude yeah, he plays all the and He's fucking yeah. great, and he's young as hell and hot. No, I don't know what he looks like even, but he's, he's got these he's one twins. dude just like <laughs> just like Coldplay, Chris Martin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like my, I like my guys gritty like Evan and Jerry. <laughs> Uh, no, there's something about that where it's like cute or something to me, 
And I think the term sex on fire, I just hate. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, no, I get that. I the, Notice this is number six yeah. on my ranking. Of course. Not my favorite. I, I put this in there because I appreciate that this is the song that broke them. Sure, you know what I mean? Sure. No, uh, I'm glad you put this on I, there. I, I, also, I also agree that Sex on Fire is just makes it makes me shudder with embarrassment yes. when I hear it. Yeah. And you, it, like singing it is one thing, but then like seeing it in print also. <laughs> like I yeah. wish they titled it something differently. Yeah, they could have know? named it something else. I feel like it's it is that. Like if it weren't named that, I think I might like it more. Listening to it, it's I mean it's a good it's not a bad song. Yeah, the guitar there's parts no, are good. Yeah, like, and like the I drum said, beat's good. Yeah, it's not Absolutely. Bad. So and I do agree with Jared that they're it's it's like Coldplay where it's like how can you be mad when yeah. you're hearing this? It's mostly just that I don't like this guy. I don't like Caleb. Right. <laughs> I think mm. maybe his name is part of it. There's something <laughs> about him. Yeah. The way he wears his shirt so deeply unbuttoned <laughs> and the V-neck thing like we were talking about. Yeah. There's something about his attitude and then it's <laughs> telling women their sex, telling my girlfriend. Her <laughs> he rocks a deep V. You can see that belly button cleavage. That's always good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> I was telling Tom before, I think of like the mega singles, I would prefer you somebody. Yeah. I would too. I would too. Because yeah. that one, the the other side of me, I'm real softy. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I like a guy. I too. Now, <laughs> despite the fact that your ripped body <laughs> is... No, my body is ripped, but my soul is soft. <laughs> my soul is pudgy and out of shape. <laughs> um, yeah, I there's I like I remember hearing that song and being like, I can listen to it. It can be it's pleasant to me, but it's not something I would turn to in times of need. Um, <laughs> um, this one is like aggressive. It just feels like. Yeah, I don't know. It's like broy or something to me a little bit. Yeah. Just in the terms of like that sort of confidence that your sex is on fire. Sure, sure. There there is there is also a a tone to this song. It's like it's it's almost like which is ironic because they claim that they hate that this is the song that made them famous yeah. and that they hate playing it and they sure. hate the fan base that they attracted to it attracted, you know, to them. But there's something about this the tone of this song. It sounds like they're trying to make a radio hit. Mm-hmm. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. Sure. It's yes. like it's like with it, especially with that terminology, if you put sex in a in a song title, yeah, that's gonna you know listening sex to this, sells. Listening to this day, that's exactly how I felt too. I think that's yeah. the other part of it because it's kind of nonsense, right? Like that phrase, and then I was like, I feel like they just wanted that because I like the music in it. Like if they him yeah. putting those lyrics in seems so unnecessary, except for that when people hear that, they're like, oh. Six. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, there's also something. Someday I'm gonna have you, that. You read YouTube comments for this song and people like love it. They're like, this song is so hot. This song gets me like yeah. so turned on. This Hell is like yeah. baby making mm-hmm. music. Imagine saying that to a girl. Yeah. Like when you when you're done, you roll over. You're like, your sex is on fire. Yeah, yeah. Your sex <laughs> like, is uh, heating up. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's also like a thing where a song like that. And U2 does this too sometimes where it's like they make it so vague that no one could possibly not like Like, yeah. if you're yeah. on board with your sex is on fire, there's nothing that you're going to be like, sure. Oh, and there's never a name. Like, that's they don't put a name in it. It's a just lot you. Of times, yeah. A lot of times that's like that arena rock shit yeah. because, because that has the ability to blow up. And that's like a criticism Coldplay gets to because it's the lyrics can be super generic and applicable to anything. Yeah. It's like when we, the, the bonus Frey episode we did. 
I realized as we were listening to it, it's like, oh, this doesn't mean anything. Like, mm. it doesn't, except for, like, the one abortion song or whatever. Like, everything else. Is I think like, it's just called abortion song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, the Undone. Whole... <laughs> <laughs> the abortion song. <laughs> Plan B's there. <laughs> oh, shit. Got him. <laughs> Damn. This the, whole this whole song is actually pretty rapey sounding because if you if you yeah. said any of these lyrics <laughs> to a girl you'd be in hot water. It opens with "Lay where you're laying, don't make a sound, close your legs, yeah, close your legs." Yeah. <laughs> I know your address. Jared's in, like, Jared's in the corner in a ski mask. <laughs> Jared Thompson, of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's listen to. A little ditty called Charmer. This is Tom's least favorite. Probably my yeah, least favorite. Yeah, because this really also. showcases his voice. Oh, yeah. This is the screaming one. Yeah, this is the fucking moaning Myrtle over here. Tom's about to excuse himself to throw up backstage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tom just got really exhausted. <laughs> that was uh, brutal. <laughs> See, what you hate about him, I love. I love I love the script. It sounds like he's gonna, just going to blow out his vocal cords all yes. over the microphone. I like that. Okay, I don't hate every song that has screaming in it. No, no me yeah. neither. I, there are songs that I love that have screaming in it, but that there's something about where he does it I hate. Like, yeah. It's like out of nowhere. Startling. It feels like it is startling every time. It's startling, and I don't. It doesn't feel rhythmic to me. It's just like, <laughs> well, there's like one too many. Like he's doing it kind of on a beat, but then he'll throw it in just to yeah. like fuck with you. It feels like, yeah. It's so unpleasant to me. <laughs> it's the vocal equivalent of tricking a 16 year old into coming on tour with you. <laughs> no, it's like his voice to in. At times like that is like nails on a chalkboard to me. In times like these. In times like these, I learned to because hate of the his times. voice again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sign of the times. <laughs> we just go back and forth for now. Are we playing a drinking game now? <laughs> times New Roman. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you like that? You like when he? I like. I don't mind. You like this bullshit? I like the screen. Let's get down to brass tacks here. Enough diplomacy. <laughs> I li- I like the scream. I love his voice. I like the screaming, and I just I like the I like the instrumental of that song too. I like the propulsion. Yeah, that uh, I don't know, mind. That the I, crunchy bass rip. I like that. I think that's part of it. Is I was listening to this song while I was getting ripped, and I was like. <laughs> Starting to get into it, and that scream happened, and I was like, yeah. I just can't not. It like made me sick a little bit. <laughs> I was just Growing like, up, what almost, the fuck is this? You almost this? threw up your muscle milk. <laughs> uh, I blew my muscle milk into a <laughs> tissue. Into a napkin. Yeah. Well, then instead of sawdust, he puts whey protein powder on it <laughs> to cover it up. <laughs> oh, I'm going to dump out whey protein? Um, is this your Joke objection. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Yeah, that uh, 
is my least favorite of this playlist. I'm gonna say. Okay. I think the next one I enjoyed. If I the uh, next four are undeniable. Well, Ooh, undeniable. we'll see about that. I'm wrong. That's not the one. I think this is one I did enjoy. So the next one is soft. Like Tom's interior. <laughs> So that one I love. I'm, yeah. I'm into that one. That one because I don't think he does you find any bullshit songs about with his voice. erectile dysfunction. Very relatable. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah. I like the melody the whole way through. I love. Uh, I love that he doesn't. He doesn't do the thing with his voice that I don't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he just sings like that, I like it. Right. It's not. I so it's, he's capable of it. <laughs> Rain Why it didn't in, do Caleb. this, Caleb. <laughs> Caleb, unbutton a button. <laughs> yeah. No, I go the other way. Button it up yeah. and uh, and sing like that, and then you got me. I, yeah, I like that one. That's pretty. It's fun. It's got like a fun beat to it at times. Right. It's, it's, it's funny. Time. It's it feels funny. summary. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, it's good. That I enjoyed. Why that one? Tommy, what do you think? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah? Yeah. All right. All right. Let's hear. Uh, let's see. This is King of the Rodeo. So this is a different singer, I'm told. Is that right? Really? Somebody okay. So I didn't. I didn't check up on this. Somebody yeah. uh, was in one of the articles I was reading. Somebody was arguing about how they hate his voice, and like they were saying, I don't like this band. And they were like, Oh, if you don't like his voice, listen to King of the Rodeo because that's a different singer. But I don't. But then I was listening to it, and does it definitely sounds screamy shit in this song. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was very confused. End. I'm gonna look this up before we listen to it just to check. Actually, I can do this while we're listening to it. Why not? <laughs> I really that one I really like the guitar parts on. I think the guitar parts are great. Yeah. He's doing some enunciation 
That's what, what I don't, don't care for. That's yeah. exactly what I don't like about it. Because uh, yeah, the sound the sound of that one I, I'm into. The instruments are are good, but yeah, that uh, oh, yeah, there's something about it, what too, he's like, doing clipped. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will say this song was used in the season premiere of the second season of Entourage in an episode titled "The Boys Are Back in Town." Next song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just was reading the song facts because I was trying to find the uh, the thing. Yeah, so that no one glee, but like. Entourage is okay. Yeah, yeah, Douchey yeah. indeed. No, yeah. I don't like Entourage. Yeah. I never I actually never watched Entourage. <laughs> I never, never did either. You have? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Who's your favorite character? Turtle. Turtle. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Most similar in stature. Every show, whoever's the most similar to me in stature, <laughs> I pick is my favorite. Damn. <laughs> All right, let's hear. So you like Walt Jr. in Breaking Bad. Interesting. You're talking about Flynn? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the name. You don't look anything like it. I was trying to think of a Breaking Bad guy. None of them are good. Uh, Hank right. would have been the choice for that. Damn. Comedically. You're right. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. I couldn't, I couldn't remember the characters. It's been a while. been a while. Uh, here's California Waiting. This is about waiting at the California Pizza Kitchen <laughs> for a damn table. I'm going to say something that's going to fucking shock you, dude. I like that song, and I like the screaming in that song. Ooh. Yeah, because there's a build to it. Right. It's different. Like, it's like, what I hated about the other one is it's this out of nowhere, ah! him just screaming. <laughs> ah! Now I hate Tommy. <laughs> Anybody who scares me, I don't like. Um, no, there's just something. I, I, don't, I love when somebody builds to what feels like an emotional release yeah, in a song. Yeah, yeah. That felt like... His screaming in this one feels cathartic, and what he's singing about feels a little bit more like raw and like honest. There's something more I like about it. There's I feel like that one's more genuine, sure, and less Absolutely. like I'm just yeah. gonna show people I can scream. I would, like, <laughs> yeah, I would I'll show them what's what. Believe it or not, I feel like that is a formula that they use from time to time. Is that they, to, at the end of 
quite a few of their songs, he uh-huh. just starts to go nuts. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I, I kind of love that. I'm I not like opposed that. to that. That's yeah. a formula that I don't mind. It's just when and it's like, kind of out of nowhere. A lot of bands that no like do that, yeah. where they, they end with a breakdown. Wilco does that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Not with the screaming, necessarily, but instruments. Like they'll just, yeah. They're throwing their instruments against a wall for some reason mm-hmm. for 45 minutes. But uh, I, don't, I don't mind that. And I that I can get to and like get I can get into one of my favorite songs is uh oh wait they don't do it lyrically never mind song of the south right? that's, that's right <laughs> uh, I was gonna say uh, loud places from Jamie XX because they do that instrumentally where it just builds into this thing and like all of it in like minute four comes together and it's like it's awesome and it feels cr- like chaotic that's yeah. like kind of how his singing is there to me where it's like. I like yeah, I like that one. That one's good. It sounds like he's like speaking in tongues. It's like he's like he's seen too many of his father's sermons. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you see too many sermons though? You that, uh, can you get too close to God? <laughs> oh my god. That one got Don't. a little extra oomph from those text messages you were getting while it was playing out of your phone. <laughs> they really up the bass on that. Yeah. Damn. By the way. Don't push me, cause I'm close to my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is Tranny. This is Tranny. Back in the good old days when you could say Tranny. <laughs> well, it's spelled like, uh... Yeah, it's spelled wrong. Yeah, earlier I said... I don't <laughs> yeah, know if I was it's trying called... to find the right word, and it was wrong. <laughs> earlier I said to Tommy, I was like, oh, I don't know if it's called Tranny or Tranny. He goes, oh, it's definitely Tranny. I was like, I just don't want to say it. Wouldn't it, be, <laughs> wouldn't it be great if they just didn't know how to spell the word train? <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, fuck. hanging out at the barn at the Greyhound station. And a bare-chested boy is going down. the mama little bump of cocaine. you feel not so strange. she don't get off. Somebody's standing near And she'll shine once she's crossed the line She's all tied to a jail Isolating on the ground Throwing white noise sound Like a chenny on gin That was tranny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you? What, what are the feelings on this song? Well, it's my number one. That's this my, is your number fa- one. That's my favorite Kings of Leon song. This is number I, one. I love. I mean, that's that, that's the ultimate 
crescendo. I mean, he just goes fucking nuts at the end yeah, there. I yeah. love it. I mean, he's feeling it. Uh-huh. You know, he's totally behind it. Yeah. And he's just like, I, li- I like how it's kind of a slow, sloppy strum mm, along I like the to sound, the start, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the guitar in it a yeah, lot. Yeah. Um, um, what is like a tranny on a 10 mean? That's the thing. I was reading the lyrics earlier. It's They make zero sense at all. I don't understand. <laughs> All a lot I of talk is. about tying people to chairs. Yeah, this guy. I'm reading, I'm reading <laughs> How many the times his cousin of the chair so kept held him hostage, <laughs> staying to keep him in the band, tying trains to chairs. I think if we chairs. looked into the Kings of Leon's <laughs> basements right now, <laughs> yeah. we would find people. <laughs> <laughs> Cheap trick hookers that are hanging out at the bar in the Grain on Station. Da, 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 da. I, yeah, I don't love this song lyrically. <laughs> All the Bubba's got their heads in a nod. I want to know what the Chumba's are doing. <laughs> Go back to the last episode. <laughs> uh, Settled posh, you don't get off unless somebody's standing near, and she'll shine when she's crossed the line, hands all tied to the chair. Yeah, it feels weird. This this song's odd to me. <laughs> it, it doesn't. Uh, this one doesn't do it for me as much. But it's your number one, and uh, we appreciate this playlist, as we do all playlists. <laughs> I mean, you can't scream any more than that. I like no, to think at the end of the song, yeah. just a head just fucking explodes. Yeah, so that's another one where I didn't mind him screaming in that one as much. Yeah. There's just a couple things he does with his voice in it that I find irritating. Right. It's like cute again, but it's... Uh, the more I, so that when I was listening to that earlier, I hated it, and now listening to it again, I didn't hate it as much. And yeah. I, maybe it's because it's playing out of my iPhone speakers instead of directly <laughs> in my screaming ears. Screaming is muffled. <laughs> it's distorted a little, and I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People don't appreciate iPhone on a wooden table sound. <laughs> like that's the new, meant to be listened to. That's the new vinyl, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> putting an iPhone in a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so I do like that song. I, I like the instruments in that song too. I think that they're good. I think that they can be a good band. Yeah. I think that his voice gets in the way for me a lot of times. I think lyrically they're trash sometimes. Right. But I'm not as that that I that one I turned on a little bit. And call me a turncoat if you will, Tommy. <laughs> I know it's in your eyes. <laughs> oh no, Tommy. What do you think about this playlist? Uh, so I'm gonna go. I I. I Kings of Leon were one of the bands in college that, like, I've mentioned this before. There was, like, alternative rock bands that you were kind of allowed to like. Sure. And this was one of them. So I like, I liked, I really liked them in college. I never hated them. I feel mostly what Jared said, where it's kind of like, I don't, I don't see anything to hate. Uh, yeah. I like them fine. So because of that, I'm giving them right down the middle. Three out of six. But because it's, it's the, the year, year of generosity. generosity. So 3.1 out of six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked by this 3.1. I really thought you were going to go higher. But, uh,. I think I, I mentioned this time earlier. If there are there are there like there could be a six songs that were picked just from like if it was right from the ones that I liked in college, I would have you know what I mean? That happens. Right, right, yeah. Right. Yeah, because we do we rate on the playlist, not the band or the person. Because if it was oh, a person, yeah. people react person. very personally. Yeah, yeah. Mike, I mean, you heard Mike's second episode. But <laughs> right. His first episode, he turned very angry. Yeah. <laughs> we cut the mics before he turned violent. Yeah. He was covered in gabagool. <laughs> 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 we served him gabagool, of course. Uh, yeah, so so you it, judge based on the playlist, it's just based on the oh, playlist. Oh man, 
So, so uh, for me, yeah, it felt like a three out of six for the playlist. So for yeah. the playlist, you're going three out of three point one out you're of. You're voting on my livelihood here. Those that you can't see, they have me in a dunk tank right now. Dunk tank of pigeon shit. So you guys heard me say that I liked soft. Uh, I did enjoy that. California waiting. I I enjoyed. So those are two. Uh, I hate Charmer so much. Uh, I don't appreciate what they did in the Conan green room. That's my friend. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck off. <laughs> you roll your eyes when I say it. A tweak go viral. <laughs> I didn't roll my eyes. That's in your head. Although, come on. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you text your buddy see what he thinks of these guys? <laughs> hey, CB. <laughs> um, CB? It's C-O. <laughs> C-O-B, maybe? Cobb. Um... We, he asked that I call him. <laughs> oh, wow. The salad man. <laughs> um, I can't say that I don't. The, so the problem with Sex on Fire, it is a banger. Like at the end of the day, yeah. if it comes on, I'm not really mad. I just get irritated too much. But I'm not, you know, I'm not kicking it out of bed for eating crackers <laughs> or whatever people say. Uh, yeah, tran- Tranny feels like. I feel weird saying the title a bunch. <laughs> I don't love it. I'm going to... I was... Okay, so I was going to go three. And because of Tommy's year of generosity, I have to balance out his number. So I'm going to give it a 2.9. Oh, man. Which is right at three. Which I think is fair. I, I thought you were going to go way lower. I thought you were going to give it like a one. I... In, I kind of wanted to, but it didn't feel fair after I listened again. And I, I like soft enough to not give it. Mm. Oh, I feel like that would be yeah. sh- wrong to give it a one. I do think if it were, part of me wants to change it now because I don't like Sex on Fire enough. But so Sex on Fire, I'm giving like a point three, and between King of the Rodeo and Tranny, I'm giving them like le- more than zero mm. because I don't. I think they're better than that, but I don't enjoy them truly. So I think 2.9 is fair, and I'm going to stick with it. Doug, what do you give this playlist? Uh, 10 out of 10. Okay, well, it's well, out of 6. Out of six. <laughs> <laughs> now we can use our mathematic minds to scale that down. Yeah. No, we you can't. figure it out. <laughs> we cannot. Well, well, let me just defend myself by saying that if I, you know, if I was going to pick six undeniable songs of theirs, I probably would have picked entirely from their second album. I just wanted to give you guys a That's full not what scope. We want. Yeah, no, I of, like no, what you it's did. Good you know, scope. Full scope of how they've evolved. And I went back. I, I kind of. I think I went. I went backwards. I started from their most recent music and went back to yeah. their mm. oldest stuff. Do not mix this up. I like what you did. I think I told you. I and I like how you did this because it's it's personalized. I mean, it no should be this. What's yeah. that? No, no diggity. No diggity. <laughs> Honestly. I, I got to back ba- it up. Tommy will back it up. <laughs> oh, he turned into Teranova. I'm going to back it up. I'm serious. I'll back it up. No, if you come in here with your diggity, I'm going to bag it up. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh, man. Uh, diggity looks a little dirty. You better double bag it up. <laughs> I like that song, Tranny. What's that about? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right. That's great. Uh, let, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. Doug, bag it so up. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh let's uh bag it up. Um <laughs> you you said it. Um Was there anything you'd like to promote there, Doug? When does this come out? Is this coming This will be in two weeks. Oh two weeks? Yes. Oh, okay. Well we got a show tomorrow night, but that ain't happening. <laughs> uh well, we'll, well you, you know hell. what? See you in hell first Saturday of every month hell at yeah. U C B 
Hell's Kitchen. Oh, that's right. They moved it. They moved well, it. Well, now the we name makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoa, that's Steel crazy. Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> Man, that really worked out. Right? <laughs> uh, uh, midnight every midnight. Midnight first Saturday of every month. UCB Hell's Kitchen. Hell yeah. Check that out. Uh, Add Doug on Twitter. Do you have? A, are, are you big on Twitter? I'm not big, big on, on Twitter. Twitter. I, 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 you know what's funny? You should go viral like Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> I did not post anything on Instagram in like two or three years for some reason because I got a new phone and I just like didn't bother to download the app. Yeah. And once I finally did, I was like, this is the most fun of all the. Social yeah, that's media. the best. It is one. the best one. Yeah, it is the best one uh, for sure. So it's I'm also really the tr- biggest time suck though. I yeah, think. absolutely. Now that stories are on there, yeah, it mm-hmm. is a huge time suck. Someday I'm gonna. I, when my child is laying down to bed, I'm gonna play Instagram stories for oh them. My God. <laughs> they go to sleep. <laughs> Dad, Papa, <laughs> play me the stories. <laughs> And then he's going to play you Charmer and be like, you will like this. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, come see me and Tommy McNamara at Caroline's on Broadway. 125. Home of the Big Apple. Um, yeah, 125 at 9.30 p.m. It's going to be a fun time. Stand by your band live. And uh, follow Tommy at Tommy McNam. Uh, and check out his website for more details. I don't remember where I'm going to be the rest of the month. It's in my calendar. It's on, it's on my site if you just google me or whatever you'll figure it out uh we like to end the show by saying keep it crispy (laughs) it's a little (laughs) thing we think is fun so on the count of three we'll say keep it crispy one two three keep Keep it it crispy crispy. domestic violence violence is raw I'm not a man.